You can tell by listening to uh, you know people how the reactions are to certain situations, the Ukraine invasion, the pullout from Afghanistan, and how this impacted America's relations with its allies and its friends around the world. Classic example is the Philippines. When you look at the Republic of the Philippines and you listen to how their officials now talk, and we're not talking about the guys running for public office, we're talking about the rank and file, we're talking about people who work in the government offices, we're talking about soldiers, sailors, marines, those who are in the various branches of public service, um, and how they react to seeing how America essentially banded their friends and allies in Afghanistan. Uh, to some extent in some parts of Iraq during the Syrian crisis with, with ISIS, how those situations took place, and, and basically the Democrat response was to pull everybody out, get everybody out of the way, you know, that type of thing. It took a wild man like Donald Trump, they saw, uh, to come in and, and make changes and, and get back some confidence in the way the United States was going to willingly and willfully respond when the need arose. In uh, Syria, when when uh, problems went too far, Trump came in and, he, and and you know he he slapped them around. He basically came in, sent in special forces, did what was needed to get the job done, not to prolong a war, but to t- send in targeted operations that got rid of the situation. With the Taliban, there were negotiations that were in place, and everything was going great. Unfortunately, the election didn't go as great as many had hoped, and we went back into this kind of like strange attitude. If anybody has a, a, a relative or a friend who, who's a drug addict, you kind of know the situation, because dealing and watching with these press conferences of the Biden administration, you would swear that many of their officials are on crack. You know, you, you listen to the vice president, she sounds like she's just done a few lines of blow before she comes in to give a statement or speech. Joe Biden sounds completely incoherent at times. There's a lot of weird shit going on with those people, and I really don't know what it is about. I hate to use foul language. I'm probably a person that was raised old school that says basically you you know, you know, talk pretty much what you are, and if you are talking with you know a potty mouth, then basically you become one in the way you act. So therefore, I apologize for the use of a... A, a somewhat uh, colloquial term to describe a bodily function or uh, human well, excrement or waste. But at the end of the day, that's essentially what you're seeing with the attitude that some of these officials have, whether it's the Secretary of State, whether it's the press spokesman for the White House, you know, uh, whether it's Saki, whether it's Blinken. And Blinken has a really apt name. I mean, you know, Blinken looks like the guy who, you know, you walked into the, the bathroom in high school and, and you knew the guy had just, uh, you know, done something whether he was, uh, you know, smoking a looty or doing something pretty weird in the corner. You, you kind of look at Anthony Blinken and you see the same thing in his eyes. You know, he, he's caught. He's always acting like he's been caught doing something he's not supposed to be doing. And that's just the way he, it is when he speaks. There doesn't seem to be any confidence. It's not a Mike Pompeo kind of thing where you know how Pompeo would come out and say something and you know that essentially he means it. Even if he was trying to make it up as he went along, he, he looked like at least he meant it. And that was the kind of thing that you had with a guy like Pompeo as opposed to the current guys who are in there. 
And I think many of them are the way they are because they're dealing with a guy like Joe Biden as president. Can you imagine how hard it is for someone like Kamala Harris? I'm sure she did go to college. You know, she got her law degree. She went through the whole thing, went through law school. Okay, yeah, she's a bit of a scatterbrain and clueless at times. But at the end of the day, wouldn't you be doing whatever it took or popping as many pills or snorting as many lines in many instances? Or wouldn't many people be just drinking down a whole lot of booze just to get through the day knowing that they were working for Joe Biden? Well... That's kind of what it's like for public officials from across the globe as they look at this and they see this and they get worried about it and they can't understand what the heck is going on with America. It's like it's not all there. And that is where things stand. Listening to uh, uh, a... uh, a briefing, a uh, webinar that was held by the Philippine Consulate of New York with their defense secretary, uh, Delphine Lorenzana, who was, uh, you know, uh, on a Zoom call with us last night. I, I wasn't able to participate because my neighbors were really noisy downstairs. They were having a party. There were guys who were climbed out on the roof of the building next door and they were having a discussion about something. So they were kind of talking to themselves. And then, you know, living in uh, at the corner of Corona and Virus, where I live here in Queens, it gets kind of weird with the cops and the fire trucks and the buses and the honking horns and the everything that is just New York kind of life. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm doing? You know what I'm talking about, right? Anyhow, we're going to get to what Delphine Lorenzana had to say at that webinar when it comes to the issues of defense and more importantly and specifically when it came to an intrusion by China into uh, the area that uh, is the Balabak Passage. And this is in southern Palawan. To, to explain to you the Malabak Passage, think about, let's say, um, the Florida Keys in Florida. So, you know, you, you've got these islands that are just a little bit offshore, or maybe Long Island Sound, you know, where, where essentially you're going up Long Island and, and you go out into the Atlantic Ocean from uh, an area, say, like uh, the Bronx. And you just go along a straight line. Just trace it with your finger. Look at it. Long Island Sound. You look at it. You go out in the Atlantic and you're kind of going towards Massachusetts. Okay. That little Long Island Sound, that little passage there, that's pretty much like the Palawan Passage. Kind of like Chesapeake Bay or kind of like San Francisco Bay. They're very narrow passages of water. Another example, which is even actually wider, but less so, is the Catalina Islands off the coast of Los Angeles. You know, you can kind of see them in the distance, but they're, they're just quite there. Well, that's where a Chinese monitoring boat sat and monitored an exercise between Philippine Marines and U.S. Marines in the town of Balabak and also operating in areas near the uh, uh, town of Brooks Point in southern Palawan where they were doing exercises and, and other things. So this Chinese spy ship monitoring the action was also escorted by a Chinese warship that was doing uh, something in the region. Now the Chinese claimed that they were doing innocent passage, but essentially what they were doing was mapping every signal of every device that they could come across, whether it was a Wi-Fi signal or whether it was a cell phone or just anything that they could pick up in the hopes of being able to track, monitor, download, and get as much data as they could 
off of systems in the area. A passage uh, that normally would take maybe, maybe 24 hours uh, if they're going really slow, but probably maybe more like five hours, uh, wound up taking three days. Anyway, here's Secretary Lorenzana to tell us more about it. Secretary and congratulations, Mr. Suarez. Mr. Secretary, we will just be reading one more question before we wrap up this webinar. Okay, okay, okay. The question is from Mr. Mike Cohen. Is Mike Cohen? Yes, yes, Mr. Secretary. The Philippines is planning to send a token. Is the Philippines planning to send a token humanitarian contingent to Poland to help with the refugee crisis? And he has another question. Um, according to him, he read somewhere in the Palawan Daily News website that there has been a recent intrusion in the Sulu Sea. Any reaction, Mr. Secretary? Okay, number one is humanitarian um, doctors to Poland. Humanitarian uh, I am not aware of this. I will have to check this with the uh, Department of Health if they are uh, assembling a team to go there. So I don't know this. Now, for the second question, was there an intrusion to the south, uh, to the Sulu Sea? Maybe he's referring to the the, uh, US, Chinese naval ship, that uh, ship that uh, entered uh, the Sulu Sea through the Balabak area. And you know, the, uh, Bala- the this is, if this is Palawan and this is Mindanao, this is the Sulu Sea. So at that time, there was this exercise between uh, the Philippines and uh, and the U.S. There's a naval exercise within our, that is our territory, Indian disputed, you know. So what, I, what we heard was this um, uh, uh, Chinese Navy ship uh, shadowed the exercise of these two uh, countries, you know. Habang tayo ay nag-exercise, nakamanman naman siya. And uh, we call the attention of the Chinese, uh, why are they doing that, passing through our territorial waters uh, without authority or without any uh, um, pasabi kung anong ginagawa nila doon. But they were there for three days. So their, uh, their alibi was, it was uh, an innocent passage. Now, innocent passage means that when you start from one point, to another point, diritso yan at a certain speed, you cannot linger, you cannot linger going around and inspect or survey everything. And that that stretch of uh, line from Balabak to Palawan, di ba? to northern Palawan, maybe it will take you just half day, half day to travel and they stay there for three days. So we, we, we already uh, made some protest to the Chinese government why they are doing that. So that's it. Uh, that's uh, what we did to... Uh, to, 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 to call their attention, that we know what they are doing there, that what the, that, what the alibi is unacceptable, that they are just on an innocent passage, but it is not. Thank you, Mr. Secretary. We are sure Mr. Cohen is more than satisfied with your answer. Mr. Secretary, it is all... And that was Philippine Defense Secretary. Um, <laughs> that was Philippine Defense Secretary Delphine Lorenzana. Uh, I was getting him confused with Secretary Delphine, who was the last Philippine Defense Secretary. And uh, you know his his, his the first name is was the last guy's last name 
So, you know, it, 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 it just uh, uh, gets things confused. There was a couple of secretaries in the mix there. Um, actually, that was Gazmin, not Delphine. And uh, this is Delphine Lorenzana. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to talk about it, think about it, listen to what he said, and listen to it well. And when we let you hear this little portion again, before I bring you something even more interesting, and this is about Logan. Yes. And what exactly was on Hunter Biden's laptop? No, it has nothing to do with the Philippines. <laughs> but it's just something that's very interesting. And I think it's interesting considering the Philippine context. Former President Donald Trump is available. He's on the phone and he joins us now. Mr. President, thanks very much for being on the show this morning. Hello, Stuart. I understand that over the weekend at a rally in Florida, you said that it was your personality that stopped Putin invading during your presidency. You want to explain that? Well, that's very interesting. We start off with that one because uh, if you remember when I was running in 2016, they all said Trump will get us into a war. Right. It's his personality. He's going to get us. And actually, now they say it was my personality that kept us out of a war. So I think it was, uh, you know, we had a great four years and uh, it shouldn't have happened what happened. And but it did with the election. And now we have people running it. This, okay. what's gone on with Ukraine, should never have happened, Stuart. Well, President Biden goes to Poland on Friday of this week, frontline NATO state. What should he do? Well, it's very late. The cards are laid and the cards are out, and he's got a bad hand. He's given himself a very bad hand. He had a very strong hand before it all started, the strongest. And it should have never started. It would have never, ever started if I were president. I can tell you that with 100 percent certainty. This is horrible. This is a human tragedy, what's going on. Uh, he's now going with a very weak hand, and he is not somebody that really mixes it up. He sits there, and everyone tells him what to do and what they're doing, and he doesn't mix it up. He, he doesn't—he does—look, it's very sad to watch. I've watched it. I've seen it. And these other countries are taking over and they're leading, and we're supposed to be the one that's leading. And they're uh, taking advantage of us like they have. Even our allies, they take advantage of us on NATO. They take advantage of us on just about everything they can, and in particular on trade. I mean, on top of everything else, they take advantage of us on trade. And they're really telling him what they want to do, not what we want to do. So it's pretty sad to watch. There's this discussion about whether we should send jets, MiG jets, to help the Ukrainian Air Force. Would you send in that kind of help? Well, maybe even more, to be honest with you. And I'm, like, I'm the like one what, that would, Mr. Would have stayed out. Like I'm the one that would have stayed out. Let, let me just explain that Putin is saying things like, don't you dare send anything in. In the meantime, he's killing thousands and thousands of people. So he's acting like we're an aggressor. If we send in some old 44-year-old plane that probably gets shot out of the sky pretty quickly... And he's acting like we were terrible people if we do that. But he's killing tens of thousands of people, far more than they're reporting. You don't knock down those buildings and blow up those buildings and they say two people were injured slightly. And thousands of people are being killed. And when he says, don't you dare do that, and we all say, oh, he said, don't do it. We don't want to start. The fact is that what he's doing is a human tragedy. There's not been anything like this. In a sense, maybe ever, but certainly since World War II, when you look at it, but there's never been anything like this. 
So what do you do now? You, 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 you said you'd maybe do more than just send in the MiG jets, all right? What well, more? what I would do is I would do... Uh, we would do... We have tremendous military capability, and what we can do without planes, to be honest with you, without 44-year-old jets, what we can do is enormous, and we should be doing it, and we should be helping them to survive. And they're doing an amazing job. But, you know, I was the one that sent in the javelins. I mean, everyone refuses to acknowledge that, and I took a lot of heat. And uh, I sent it in very openly and glowingly, and they said uh, Obama sent blankets and Trump sent javelins. Well, nobody knew how well those javelins would do and how well they're – but those javelins that knocked out all the tanks, those were sent by me, and we sent them in large numbers too. I didn't even realize at the time when I sent them, I said, man, you know, that's a lot of stuff we're sending, but let's do it. Let them have well, a chance. I had, who let, would have thought that they would have been so powerful the way they protected that country? But they need other kinds of help. And one thing I do rapidly is I get the oil flowing, because if you reduce the price of oil significantly, that war is going to end. That war is going to end. Well, you know the expression, what you need for war is three things, money money and money and if you bring down the price of oil and you could knock the hell out of the price i had it down to a dollar 71 at one point to get in fact it was so low that i was afraid we we're going to lose our oil company uh well you got to get that oil down and if you get the oil down that war is going to end but let me press you again on what extra military help you would give to the ukrainians you say you want to do more than just the MiG jets or the javelins. Yeah. What, what more? Well, I think the drones are just as effective as anything nowadays. I mean, they make drones today. We make, we have drones that are just as effective as just about anything in the air, anything you can do in the air. And you can do drones, plus they give back tremendous amounts of information, and the information leads missiles right to whatever the hell target they are, and you don't have to shoot them from... Ukraine, so therefore you're being neutral. It's so ridiculous. Look, Stuart, when he goes in and he kills thousands of people, are we going to just sit by and watch? This country will be, in a hundred years from now, they'll be talking about what a travesty, what a horrible thing this is. We can't, we can't let that, just on a human basis, we can't let that happen. And then he says we're a that they're a nuclear power, but we're a greater nuclear power. I hated to do it, but I rebuilt our nuclear capability like nobody has ever thought even possible. Two and a half trillion dollars in our military, and a big chunk of it went to nuclear and redoing it. We had 45-year-old and 50-year-old weapons that we didn't even know if they worked. Now we have brand new stuff that's immensely powerful, and hope to God you never have to use it, because right. be, that would be the tragedy of all tragedies. But if we didn't have it, we couldn't talk. But I listened to him constantly using the N-word. That's the N-word. And he's constantly using it, the nuclear word. And we never talk of We say, oh, he's a nuclear power. But we're a greater nuclear power. We have the greatest submarines in the world, most powerful machines ever built. Most powerful. Right. And they built, got built under me. Most powerful machines ever built. And nobody knows where they are. And you should say, look, you, if you mention that word one more time, we're going to send them over and we'll be coasting back and forth, up and down your coast. You can't let this tragedy continue. Okay. You can't let these 
these thousands of people die. It's going to be hundreds of thousands and maybe millions of people by the time it ends. Well, let, let me turn to China. China has a deal with Russia. They'll help each other during this war. Yeah. Yeah. Um, President Biden held this two-hour phone call with Xi Jinping. We haven't got a transcript. We don't know what threats were on the table, but we presume... I think I do. Oh, I go think ahead. Tell us. We were threatened by China. You know, I heard that he said, you know, he read a line that they gave to him about the repercussions. He read, they gave him a line, and he read it. She's very smart, okay? I dealt with all of them. I know them all. I know them better than I know you, Stuart, and I know you and I like you, and I congratulate you on the success of your show because people love Thank your you. show and they love you, but I know them better than I know you. And when they read a line, he doesn't exactly get phased. He doesn't read lines. He gives lines. And I believe strongly that he made a threat actually to Biden, and that wasn't reported. So we should get a tape of the call, just like we did with my perfect call to the president of Ukraine, which is the reason I like him so much, one reason. And now he's proven to be because he stood up for me with that call. He said Trump did nothing wrong. He didn't threaten me. He didn't threaten me. He could have gone the other way, could have gone woke like guys like Bill do Barr you, do. Do you respect Putin? Well, he's a different person. I'll tell you something. I got along with him. And, uh, look, I got along with him loving this country, and he, he loves his country, okay? But he's a different person than he was. He seems to be different. He, uh, is, he, is he sane? He looks different. Is he solid? He's a different person. Mentally? It just doesn't seem to be the same person I was dealing with. I, you know, we had a, a decent relationship. I, we, it was very hard because of the Russia hoax, you know. And, and I told him, I said, you know, it's very hard for me to do anything for Russia and for you to do anything because these horrible, horrible people that are, you know, perpetrating this hoax, the Russia, 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 collusion nonsense, it, millions of phone calls. I never made one to Russia. Think of it. Millions of calls. They went through the phone records. Millions of calls, not one call to Russia. Well, it was a total hoax. It's come out. And the Durham report, I look forward to seeing more and more of it. I wish it could go faster, okay. but uh, I look forward to seeing more and more of it. But can I, I will say this. We did well with Russia. They didn't attack any, any countries under us. I'm the only one where that didn't happen. And with Bush, they took Georgia, and they took Crimea with Biden and Obama. And now he said, to hell with it. Let's take the whole thing. But even uh, Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd on NBC said the other day when he was interviewing, I think it was Blinken, he said, how come this never happened under Trump? China didn't do anything. Russia didn't do it. Nobody did anything. In fact, and we got along with North Korea. Hmm. You know, how come none of this stuff happened under Trump? And someday you and I will sit down and I'll tell you why. Meanwhile, let's jump over to Joe Rogan and hear what he has to say about what is going on as far as Hunter Biden's laptop? Yes, indeed, Joe Rogan. I'm so starting to talk about the Hunter Biden laptop. Why is Joe Rogan talking about the Hunter Biden laptop? Well, it's primarily because much of media and much of broadcasting has decided to ignore it. And he's it's a lie. Yeah, a flat. It was a lie. The New York Post had that story that was banned from Twitter 
which was just outright crazy that one of the oldest newspapers in the country. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody's going to go back and apologize to this. No, no one's apologizing. So the ignoring of the Hunter Biden laptop has been a major topic across conservative media. Rogan is pretty much into it as well. Now, much of the tax woes have been reported by the New York Times, Washington Post, uh, how Hunter Biden's laptop is now seen as a source that there was a lot of shenanigans going on in the Biden household with uh, Joe Biden, Fred Biden, and others making a lot of money off of Ukrainian companies along with Nancy Pelosi's son, Paul Pelosi Jr., everybody tends to forget about. And that is a major, major issue, you know. Uh, and uh, there is something that this all came out during the election, uh, or should have, but was blocked by big tech. Facebook refused to let it up. And we now know, of course, that Mark Zuckerberg put $370 million out there into groups that ostensibly were for better election processes, but it turned out to be just an illegal campaign contribution. So all these things are being raised and being talked about right now. And a lot of people are looking into the entire issue, including Rogan, including other podcasters, both on the conservative side and others. Does the source matter, right? So you hear the story of this laptop. We don't know a lot. We do know that the, the way that this information is getting out is through Steve Bannon and Rudy Giuliani. How much uh, do the, the does the source matter here? Well, source matters a lot, and uh, and the timing matters a lot. I think, and to me, this is uh, this classic uh, textbook uh, Soviet Russian uh, tradecraft at work. And it basically was totally wrong. It turned out it wasn't Soviet Russian tradecraft. It wasn't anything but the truth. But unfortunately, so many in media were so much into the Democrat side of things that the Justice Department is now examining whether or not money was paid across the board in a criminal conspiracy to see how many people um are looking into the issues of just how big this was. Here's Rogan. Yeah, push that narrative. That's what scares me. What scares me is, uh, I mean, I think there are objective journalists that work for the Washington Post and New York Times, and there's real solid journalists out there. But I don't necessarily know if you're getting all the information. I think <laughs> I think it's safe to say that you're there's not some, sure. There's a foot. I mean, the New York Times just now is admitting that the hunter biden laptop is real and yeah. you know we yeah. remember from the debates with trump bringing it up to biden and biden saying it's in these times it's a lie yeah a flat-out lie yeah. everybody knew it was a lie the new york post had that story that was banned from twitter which was just outright crazy that one of the oldest newspapers in the country You know, and you got to remember, the New York Post was founded by Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> you know, this is one of the guys who wrote the Constitution. You know, you can go back that far. The New York Times is a relatively new newspaper compared to the New York Post. In fact, the New York Times is not the great old lady that it seems. In fact, it's, it's not even a top-selling newspaper. But it is a newspaper of record for New York City. It is a newspaper of record for the United States of America. It is one of the major news publications of the United States. However, 
It's consistently been on the left. It's consistently been pro-Democrat. It's consistently been a liberal laptop that basically will do anything for the drugs. I mean, it will do anything to make sure that the stories against those they are allies with just don't get told. And that's the reality of it. It's worse than anything we're seeing in places like the Philippines.